0: I was on a business trip last night, and I was driving, and I finally went, and I was like, I need to listen to our show more. And I listened to it. We are good. We are funny. (laughs) We are also good at playing a game, because I am playing with a home group, and bless them, they've never played before. And this game is not easy. I like I how many times I have told them they're like oh I want to attack and they're like okay roll roll d20 and they're like which one's that and they hold up a d12 and then they're like yeah I'm throwing them under the bus but then they're like oh what's (laughs) my I'm like no it's your attack bonus and they're like oh (laughs) and they didn't add their strength and and I'm like I don't even want to I don't even want to try and teach them about flanking because (laughs) I know that's just like out the window but I was just thinking like it is this is a game that is very hard. And then if you are out there and you're just trying to get a group of people to play, that is also hard because like Zach, you were sharing with me the other day about like just like PvP in your yeah, D- your dude. home D D game. And it's like it's like to to get a group of like the five of us who one show up Two actually have fun. Three know the rules, and four don't try to kill each other in game. Like Not that yet. is like one in a million. One percent. Yes. Yeah, one percent of D and D players, and it's just crazy. And I just I I don't think we take the time enough to say, hey, we are actually good at what we 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 do every well, week. So I, I wanted to share that. I'm
1: just thinking about me. And like like it took me a long time for the game to actually like click. Like Mm -hmm. I, uh, I had probably played before we started the, uh, the campaign that like turned into the podcast in the first place. Um, -hmm. before we had started that big long campaign, I had played, uh, what? One, two, three, four, five, like maybe six or seven times. Right. And I still had no clue what the fuck was going on like <laughs> i i probably well, it was probably like three or four levels into that full campaign before i actually understood what was happening
0: right yeah it's and and, and again i want to reiterate i'm not shitting on my home group i'm very much enjoying playing with some noobs but it's like the game is just hard yeah. it's like To be able to get a game off the ground and to accomplish the bare minimum of like killing some giant spiders and getting some loot, you just have to know so many rules and just how your character works and class works, and then have a DM that knows what they're doing, and then you're not spending 10, 15 minutes after every action to be like, well, actually, let me go check the rule book and see if you can even do that. Like it's, It is a chunky... Hobby, and I can see why most people play video games over tabletop RPGs. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. right. yeah. We have been so. playing this game for a very long time. And I think I would be like a little bit upset if we weren't good at it after like 10 years. You know, you yeah, know what I mean? It's, it's why like,
1: can't I get that? Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I mean, at the same time, there are people who've like been playing DD for 15 years and have never had that experience. Like, not because of their lack of understanding of the game, but they don't find a, a, a party that gels with them or their play style. Right. So yeah. I'm very yeah. thankful for you all. But I also think that like Silas said, we all kind of learned the game together mm-hmm. in a way. Mm, and that true. makes true. it to where we don't have different expectations because like this has been my main group for the past eight years now. And like we have all the same rules. We know each other's personalities. We know what Chance likes to do. Chance knows what we like to do. Um, So like, I think that's also like a piece that I'm super thankful for, is that like the cohesion to me is what has made everything else so good. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I 100 percent. And I I mean, yeah, we were talking about this just a little bit earlier, Chance and I. And I feel like I feel like the jump, right? Like the jump from Candyland to D&D is significant. You know, like playing playing board games (laughs) is like, and there's some chunky board games out there. Like, don't get me wrong. I've played some board games that it's like, here's the tutorial. It's an hour and a half, you know, like to play. But it's like, I had explained it to Chance. I was like, you're playing Skyrim on paper a little bit. And like, (laughs) if you had to keep track of your damage counters in Skyrim to play and stuff, like, holy cow, dude. Like very, very, very hard game. And even like the jump from 5e to, I can't even, to this day, people are like, oh, you should try one. And I was like, you, no, like, no, I can't. It's too hard. That's too hard. It's very, you
2: know? very clunky.
1: So chunky. So yeah. like, I know like going into this, like learning something like this is so like the learning curve for TTRPGs is so steep and it is so great to play with people that for, for combat, for you know, all all this stuff where we're actually having to reference rules and whatnot, like we do know the rules pretty well. And it's just like, yeah, go ahead and and roll that. And you don't have to say, and make sure to add your modifier and don't forget about your item bonuses and don't forget about, you know, like we know how to (laughs) keep track of that. So it's like, okay, here's, because of everything, I just add a plus nine to the end of my roll. Like we know how to calculate that, you know? But I will say it's interesting because I just, I mean, I've talked about it a little bit, I think on air but I've been crushing all things Delta Green. I've read the Handler's Guide, the AP, or this sorry, the Campaign, the uh, the uh, Agent's Handbook. I've read probably close to a thousand pages of this game, and it has been a walk in the park to learn how to play it because mm-hmm. I already understand tabletop role-playing games. You right. know, like, I'm like, yeah. okay, that's a really cool mechanic, but it's kind of like this, you know? And you can kind of, yep. like, you already you have, have the frame brain of clocked in to how games work and so you can just laterally learn more games so much easier but stepping into even something like delta green which is a little bit less Mm. clunky or you know chunky than pathfinder uh, as a new person would be like what do you mean there's 300 pages in this book (laughs) you know there's no way i'm reading this and gonna like retain it all you know yeah uh well it's the same thing with uh people who i mean you mentioned uh we, we brought up some like video games and stuff before like if you if you watch you know you've for for those of us who have played video games your whole life if you try and show someone like a, a video game that you think is pretty normal to someone who did not grow up playing video games it's like they're trying to speak a foreign language yes dude like you there are mm-hmm. all of these mm-hmm. all, all of those things that you're like oh this means this and this means this. And every time you pick up a new game you're like oh this is like this this is like this this right. is like this whether yes. you're like consciously so realizing it or not and uh tabletop yeah. playing games are the exact same way yeah
2: dude basic think- first person basic first person movement in like an FPS <laughs> is yeah. actually an it's, incredibly difficult and yes. like ingrained muscular reflex that we all yeah. have now. Your <laughs> brain's but doing like, a lot of stuff get, all at the to same get time. to <laughs> to play like CSGO one day and like it was just not gonna happen. No, <laughs> like,
1: CSGO movie. dude, you start her out on like, you know,
2: well, like you know, granola. Like, it, but like yeah. you know, on a controller, or it would have been the same with like COD, right? It's it's the idea of moving one hand controlling right. like the, mm-hmm. where you're looking, and the other hand controlling your feet. It was a really hard thing to get used to for the first time. I didn't really yeah. realize that. Crazy. Now it's
1: like I when I move in game, it is it is the same muscular like like the same brain muscle as walking. Like, yeah. I don't, I'm like, yeah. just go there. Like, oh, of course, here it goes, you know? <laughs> my hands <laughs> yeah. are doing exactly. something but I don't even think about it. Uh, but yep. on the flip side, I just recently fired up um, GoldenEye for my 64 not too long ago. And that's a singular stick. I yep. mean, there's the there's the C buttons, you know, to move if you really were fancy but a singular stick movement, I was like, this is inhibiting. (laughs) Like like stepping backwards. When as a kid you're like, whoa, 3D, you know? But like after (laughs) two stick gaming or a mouse and keyboard gaming, you're like, I can't move. Like I can't move Mm -hmm. like I want to move. But then it was so hard. We've just evolved into this like multi-directional, you know, we need 50 million buttons. We need a whole freaking keyboard to
2: play a video game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To play Dota. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> part of me thinks that, and Jackson, you, you'd you be the one to ask, but like part of me feels like fighting games, in a sense, might be one of the easier video games to pick up. Obviously, we know there is an insanely high skill ceiling when it comes to fighting games, but mm-hmm. I'm saying like getting Hannah to try and play like a first person shooter or even a MOBA is almost like impossible. But, like, I play Smash with her, and she picked it up pretty quickly. Like, after, like, maybe 10 or 20 matches, she, like, knows, like, the, like, directions and A and special and, like, all that stuff. Um, Again, that might just be my experience with Smash, but would you say fighting games are easier to pick up, harder to master?
3: I feel like fighting games are easy to pick up, hard to win. I mean, Uh, like, right? Like, when you're thinking about... That's actually the barrier a lot of times in, in fighting games. It's people pick it up and they play it. They're like, oh, this game's sick. My character's cool. I'm like, don't even have to think. And I'm punching and beating people <laughs> up. And then you play somebody that's better than you and you can't win nine times out of ten. Yeah. And then yeah. you're like, this game is stupid hard and I hate <laughs> yeah. it. And then it's then it begins to then it begins to be like a lot of the Okay. Do you know combos and stuff like that? And then right. it starts becoming one of the hardest games to play. Like for in general for fighting games, it's like well that's not true with every single one. Like Dive Kick has two buttons and it's pretty. Oh, easy, dive but Kick is sick. Yeah. Dive Kick is sick. It's all mind games. Um, but that's that's the hard part about fighting games is it does have an execution point, but it, but it's in particular easy because without having even played, you know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like. When you play a first-person shooter, I think one of the interesting things about it is the sound. Like, you know where stuff is by sound, and you do have a very limited scope of vision, but you know what's happening more than with what's in your vision. Right. Um, With fighting games, you get to see everything that's going on the whole time, and you know what it looks like when two people are punching each other. So conceptually, I think it's super easy to pick up, and then mm-hmm. if you're playing somebody who is playing it the first time too, you are having fun by mashing buttons, and so are they. So <laughs> right. That it has like a, it has a very um, a little bit of RNG fighting floor. game. Low Yeah, really low. <laughs> very floor low. Floor. Very high. Ceiling. Where it's just like that's where you crawl, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's the easiest game to pick up, but it is very hard to start winning consistently if you want to. I think we we had a fighting game pre-pod, but I just love talking
2: about fighting games because of like, Mm -hmm. because of how different they are from every other game. Like to me, there is something about fighting games that make it so much more relatable and easy to latch onto, especially like, because I think it's because you can see everything that's going on, it's easy to understand. But that idea of playing against someone, your skill level, I think that there is such, like that's when fighting games are, at their absolute peak It's like either no, when you are like, improving and you can feel yourself improving, um, or when you are just like duking it out with somebody who is either like right above your skill level, right below your skill level, or your exact same skill level. Dude, I can I can play fighting games for like eight hours if I am fighting against somebody who's like this like just as good as me. Yeah, um, you know, and like you kind of just get lost. It's like that that flow thing we never talked yeah. about. Like when you, yeah, yeah. like I, I remember like Jordan and I, uh, you know, since. We have graduated. Jordan stopped playing Smash, and I kept playing Smash, so, like, he can't beat me anymore. But um, (laughs) we were, like, in the dorm playing, like, every night. Um, You know, that, like, competition rival thing that you get from fighting games that you don't really get from anything else, it's just so good, man. Like, it's some of the most fun you could ever have with a video game.
1: I think it's super personal, like for some reason when you can like, you know, click heads, right? Like if you've asked if you've ever like 1v1 somebody in an FPS, like, yes, getting smothered never feels good if you just lose big time. But I think when somebody grabs you and throws you off an edge or like grabs you, knees you twice and throws you down and watching your character like collapse on the screen from another person who's punching you to death is like, that's just a different kind of hurt. <laughs> like,
3: it's yeah, like, when this you, is more demoralizing. When you you're literally pride. are on the ground and the second you get up, you're grabbed again or <laughs> just, you're like, ooh, whatever ooh, you're yeah, doing, just you're like, just ah. in the corner and you're just mashing buttons or yeah. and, and they just on, get you every time. You're like, this is so stupid. I literally <laughs> feel like I can't, I can't breathe.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's so good. <laughs> that is true. And I, I'll say, uh, my brother and I, we used to do this thing as he was getting older. Like, he was still in high school. I was coming back every summer from college. He'd always want to play melee with me. Um, that was kind of like, okay, I think I can beat you now. I've been tr- like practicing a lot and there was a summer, I'll never forget, where it was every other game. He was winning, I was winning. He was winning, I was winning. And disclaimer, we're both terrible. (laughs) (laughs) But that skill level was matched, right? So like, when the skill levels match, it's like, like you said, Ronnie, I think it's just like, oh, like it just, you play again, play again, play again. One more round, one more round, one more round. Uh, And yeah, we just got lost in it, but it feels really good when you both can walk away and be like okay mutual respect really freaking good
3: like both people really freaking good you know well it's when you're the same skill level that's the goldilocks zone is because the the goldilocks zone. it's because it turns into a dance at that point right you like are like of one mind like battling back and forth Mm, and there is no like yeah, it is. It, and that's why, like, when in a fighting game, when nobody's hit each other yet, and nobody is like, uh, and, and people are just moving and looking for that first hit, that's called neutral. And so, when you're playing one person versus another person, they know ex- the same things and they got the same skill. It is true neutral, and it is a gym.
0: And that's what, um, even like FPS, like, people are like, any game that has like PVP or like matchmaking, right? Like their whole idea is that like, if we can perfectly gauge the skill level of every person who's playing our game Mm -hmm. and like perfectly match them with people of the equal skill level, they will actually have fun and like play more hours of our game. So it's like, you know, Except
1: they can't do that and they're actually really bad at it. (laughs) (laughs) Correct, but it's (laughs) also an impossible, you know.
3: Yeah, A lot of them um, are because it, it gets so much more complicated if it's a game where you're playing two teams against each other. Yeah, right. exactly.
0: And you can have a team that just like, a teammate just quits or DCs or flames yeah. or whatever. So you can't like, yeah, yeah it's very hard. <laughs> but the idea is like, yeah, like the longer or the, because if you play like three games of whatever it is, and you get absolutely destroyed back to back, odds are you're going to like walk away, play another game, or like t- do something totally different. Right. You know? Yeah. And that's what they want to avoid. It's like if you get stomped one, that's fine. But as long as you go on like a winning streak or like whatever, like you're, you're going to enjoy the game a lot more. And that's what they ultimately want. So I, I think that's, I, that Goldilocks zone is like important across all games, in my opinion. Mm, I would
1: love if somebody would develop, because I think right now, I think back to, like, Fight Night Hill and how fun that was to do when we did, like, TTRPG fight, fight ring, right? Like, fight 1v1 fighting is just very fun. But I would love some rules that were just more crunchy for, like exchanging punches and like, if somebody can make TTRPG rules for footwork and positioning and like, like actual like minutia moves yeah. and then have mm-hmm. like, you know, stance. I mean, I understand monks have like the stances and stuff, but something even more so where you might roll like a Yahtzee amount of dice and then you're matching highest to highest and lowest to lowest. And it's like, okay, so like punch, block, block, punch, punch, you know, like this person's <laughs> blocking this. And you just have it all kind of fleshed out super fast. And it's like, okay, next round, you know, like positioning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know how it would look, but I would love some crunchy, like, brawler rules, you know? Um, I think like, oh, there's, cool. there's got to be
2: something like, dualist in there, right? Where it's like you you make a decision that's more than just your strike, right? Yeah, so like, it's punch, like punch, 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 right? Right. That's well, right. right. It's, it's, it's like uh, maybe you do a low kick instead of yeah. just a strike, right? And, like, if your opponent goes high, high like a high punch right like maybe a high punch beats like a mid punch but a low kick beats a high punch right because you're, you're ducking <laughs> so rock, something paper, like scissors. that right
3: like yeah. just like just rock, paper, scissors. A
2: very elaborate rock paper what scissors you would need really to do is, is get a roster of sometimes. like
0: six characters like you would need like six characters if you were going to develop this idea and then right. it's like okay these are the staple characters that everyone can pick you know, like, a, right. like the first smash. And then you're like, okay, let's try to balance these characters and come Balancing up with the mechanics that work. Sport. And then slowly you can add you in can more create, characters later. Right. Um, but that would be very fun. Like a DD fighting game where you right. just choose, select your like character. Like a boxing you grab a, TTRPG yeah, you just print, or something. Yeah, you grab your character sheet and then you. Um, but yeah, there's got to be some like rock, paper, scissors. Like this beats that. You know, that beats this. But also having a fair amount of like D20 rolls because there does need to be like chance, which actually Jackson, there's like very little randomness in fighting games, right?
3: That's the that's the intention. Most of the time you try to eliminate as much RNG as you can just because it detracts from the point of one person playing another. But there are times where you do add in RNG. I mean, that's why Smash has items, right? Is to like. Mm like ruin the skill balance on purpose right for you know having fun um but yeah the goal is that there's as little as possible but then the random chance is now human error it's human error and reflexes and stuff like that
1: yeah
0: Yeah, so
3: you you would
1: sub in yeah that's kind of what i'm saying is like I, i think steering clear from rng rules is actually the better way to do that but it's just factoring in more things so like perception right like like passive perception becomes a big player in like being able to read what people are gonna do next. And if your passive perception is high enough, then you catch that they're looking to go here and you get a plus two on your block roll. You know, like stuff like that, that's like gonna allow you to build out a character that like you're comfortable with, but you might be weak in certain areas. So, I mean, I guess it's just-
3: dude point. oh you're <laughs> I, I, I had an
1: idea zach based on something you said you said you like mentioned like rolling a bunch of dice i think it'd be right. super cool if that like footwork thing so like imagine you roll like 10 d6 right and for every pair that you get that's like a <gasps> bonus to your ac or something Ooh, and then dude. you can re-roll an amount of dice equal to like your your dex modifier
2: Dude, Ooh, listen, I listen. also, I, also
0: <laughs> I, like I would love a D six. We should make a D six where like two sides are low like low, two are mid and then two are high. So then you roll this like custom D6.
2: Oh. You know, so it depend- oh, yeah, determines yeah, yeah. like which like, one you go or whatever. Right. I don't know. I or think if, I think like, if we like were to do it
1: to each, you know. Like, we yeah, would yeah, need yeah. to create our or own. Or like diet. you call your shot, right. you're like, I'm gonna go high, and then you roll. Yeah. you have to get at least so many like highs uh, yeah, to yeah. like actually the, do the hit.
3: The way right. that I think you could make it similar to a fighting game is one, if both people took their turn at the same time.
1: Yeah. So like
3: mm. blind turns where you both take it yeah. at the same time. And that means that you have to either guess or limit their options into where they will be positioned. And right. you have to put a hitbox out at that spot. So like, you you read that they'll move here, and so you put like a giant axe wing right there. Yeah. Or something like that. Isn't that kind
2: of, oh, that's like Starfinder. Move two forward, axe wing covers three squares. Yes, Yes. exactly. They like backed out. Like, oh, like so a certain how... area
1: has to be like covered and it's like just landing like a hook that's totally blind. Like it yeah. just can't, like there's like a crit spot or something. It's like he gets the hook in. Like it's
0: just be so good. Well, like straight and to could, the temple. Oh, you, know? you could do you got the finder idea where you like the person who rolls the higher initiative gets to go Goes second. Last. Yeah. So right. that way they can they can anticipate what the other person right. does. Which oh, that kind of throws yeah. out. I, I like Jack's idea where that they go they both go the same time but yeah still like-
1: I I think you like choose like all three of your actions and they choose and it's like your first actions go at the same time and then your second actions go at the same time yeah. and so there's like it is so you could like like I'm gonna first action like wait second action take a step back third action hit anticipating yeah. that they're gonna yes. up and it's, almost you. Like yes, and you dodge it's almost like it, yeah. and then you punch yeah, them. yeah. And then, like, if you do a certain action, like, you might be, like, if you land the hit, it does, like, way more damage, but it, like, leaves you open. So, like, as you're taking yeah. a swing, it's, like, two actions are, like... Like a build... Like, oh, one yeah, is, like, a yeah. build-up, and then it's, like, if it's open, somebody just gets, like, a jab in. It's, like, oh! Like, inhibits,
0: you I just know? I
2: just parry for all three actions. <laughs> exactly. I stay in the same spot and parry for yeah. all three I reactions. grapple
0: and hold, regenerate... I think uh, this would be a good mechanic of having cards, right? So you would have oh. like, like, your character that would have like, like five tarot, oh, no, 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 it's not a card game, but it, it, it's like a TTRPG that has cards, right? Like how yeah. dice are used. And so it's like all of those moves, like you look at it and like on the card, it has the like movement square, how much damage it does, how much this. And so you have right. it in your hand, that way when you're like, okay, I'm gonna do this action one, this action two, this action three, and you like lay it down, right? right? and that's you like, or you can like lay him face down and that way when it's like, okay, action one, you both flip, flip and then you yeah. execute it. And then the oh. second one, you flip Ooh. and then you execute Ooh.
1: it. Ooh. So you've you got up? a deck. You've got a deck that you right. build and it's right. got all of the things you can I don't do wanna, in it. And most yeah. of them are just like now basic punches and stuff. Yeah, but now it's and a deck builder. Like and then you draw like six or it's... seven cards and you put your three down and they go at the same time and then you have like a discard pile and you like keep tapping And you tap your mana, yeah.
3: What I was thinking is that if it was like you're moving pieces and stuff and then you're picking hitboxes, what you would have to do, in my opinion, is you'd have to form some kind of bait and punish system, right? That's what we're kind of mm-hmm. talking about, this right, juking and right. stuff. Yeah. So oh, dude. you need some some kind of whiffable moves, which means that the moves need to have lag. Yeah. So I put out a hitbox out here and that commits my next turn not to, to be able to attack. Right, Yeah. So, so if yeah. I bait you into attacking here, you're stuck there for X amount of turns. Yeah, you're open. It's like to use, it would be like,
0: if you wanna use that card, you would like lay it down first, and then your second card has to be like a pause card where nothing yeah, happens. Yeah, it, it
1: like blows your next turn, like a two yeah. round, right, exactly. like
0: but, a two But, but that way hit, but you're still playing you a card face down and then you flip oh. it and it's nothing, you
2: know, so i really like the the idea of so like we were talking about like i think having a um like an energy pool would be important for each turn yes with this i think it's far more important to have like one action like be your turn because like if there is three moves in one turn depending on how limited the arena is right then like you you essentially can get unpunished for just running around waiting for somebody to throw out a move and then dash in right But, like, I think there's something really cool about, like, each turn is a move. So, like, you move and you find out what they do. You move, you find out what they do. And that takes a long time. But that, like, really allows for, like, you know, you both move forward. Like, are you going to choose to attack or you don't know if they're going to, like, backstep? And then, like, Uh if you, like, move three times in a row, maybe you're fatigued and you can't move again. So, like, after you move three times... Then you're a sitting duck too, just like you know this, mm-hmm. that whole bait idea. So it's like, right? You can you can jump forward and then move back, but if you <laughs> jump forward again, you're stuck there. So like you better hope they throw out an attack, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Like when you when you step back, I, stuff like that. I think makes makes it a lot more controllable because the only thing I worry about is like if there's multiple actions, there's nothing stopping people from just like running in circles, right? And then like right. the first person who throws out a move, yeah. Well, I mean you know has disadvantage. So, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I love it. That's funny. So that's the that's the play. And now Discord, do your thing and just make yeah. rules. Just make <laughs> it. Make the whole Please. thing happen. We did the fun part, and now uh, you do the hard. You part. do the
0: hard the balancing. Part. Well, don't <laughs> yeah. put,
2: don't pretend like I mean Chance and Zach. Like you guys have definitely have had your fair share of trying to create games based on cool oh, ideas. So, so like make it hard. you know I'm, like you're not I'm still just, trying to you're make not just, your rules. You know. <laughs> Offshooting the the effort to somebody else, you've put in the you've put in the work, you put in yeah, the hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do
1: love that, and that's like and that's just my, my selfish nature, like wanting really cool rules for Fight Night Hill too. You know, um, yeah. Uh, obviously, I don't think that's going to happen, but I would love if there was like if Paizo would just release like a Bruiser one v one PDF.
2: You yes. know? it's like, yes. like a gladiatorial um, combat. Yeah, kind it's like a hundred
1: pages. <laughs> maybe yeah. not that much, but yeah. That
0: That's honestly, uh, that could be a solid supplement if they literally did like a gladiator book or like a. You would have to phrase it as like a martial combat book or the something, fighting, you know. It. But yeah, it would it would or be like you CM. could. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But you this could like. Populate. You could do. I feel like it <laughs> would maybe be. be like half half game master's guide of like setting up coliseums and like the lore of how they fit into Galarian, right? And the other half would be like we'd get a gladiator class, which would be dope. We'd get ant, we, I mean, not ancestors, we'd get um, there's uh, a
3: gladiator archetype. Oh, that, that's what I was gonna say, an yeah, archetype, or like so the brawler you know. class from yeah, one uh, is uh, grappler, yeah, right? yeah.
1: Oh,
0: okay. I, but yeah, I, I was saying like it would be cool to just get a bunch of archetypes that were all centered around like a 1v1 gladiator idea. Yeah. Or even like party versus party combats, you mm-hmm. know? I
1: mean, if you can make full like rules for starship combat, you could absolutely do a gladiator combat rule set, you know? It's just different, you know? It's just a different kind of fighting. Like what you're listening to? Catch the extended version of this pre-pod on the Basically More podcast by supporting us at any tier on our Patreon, where you can access all previous Patreon pre-pods, early access to the Bangarang Gang, and weekly extended pre-pods. Enjoy this benefit and more over at patreon.com slash